Right now, I guess the we're looking at a lot of productivity improvement from AI, which, you know, that's overwhelmingly a very good thing. Which areas are you most excited about? Yeah. So first of all, I always think it's worth remembering that we're just sort of on this long, continuous curve. Um, so like right now, we have, an, we have AI systems that can do tasks. They certainly can't do jobs, but they can do tasks. And there's a productivity gain there. Eventually, they'll be able to do more things that we think of like a job today. Um, and we'll, of course, find new jobs and better jobs. And I totally believe that if you give people way more powerful tools, it's not just they can work a little faster. They can do qualitatively different things. And so, you know, right now, maybe we can speed up a programmer 3x. It's about what we see. I mean, that's one of the categories that we're most excited about. It's, it's working super well. But if you make a programmer three times more effective, it's not just that they can write, they can do three times more stuff. It's that they can, at that higher level of abstraction, using more of their brain power, they can now think of totally different things. And it's like, you know, going from punch cards to higher level languages didn't just let us program a little faster. It let us do these qualitatively new things. And we're, we're really seeing that. And so as we look at these next steps of things that can do a more complete task, you can like imagine a little agent that you can say, go write this whole program for me. I'll ask you a few questions along the way, but it won't just be writing a few functions at a time. That'll enable a bunch of new stuff. Uh, and then again, it'll do even more complex stuff. Someday, maybe there's an AI where you can say, you know, go start and run this company for me. Uh, and then someday there's maybe an AI where you can say like, go discover new physics. And it's the stuff that we're seeing now it's very exciting and wonderful, uh, but I think it's worth always putting it in context of this technology that at least for the next five or 10 years will be on a very steep improvement curve. Um, these are the stupidest the models will ever be. But coding is probably the area, the single area from a productivity gain we're most excited about today. Uh, massively deployed and you know at scaled usage at this point. Uh, healthcare and education are two things that are coming up that curve that we're very excited about too. But the thing that's that is a little daunting is, unlike previous technology improvements, this one could improve very rapidly, and there's kind of no upper bound. I mean, the idea that it achieves human levels on a lot of areas of work, you know, even if it's not doing unique science, it, you know, can do support calls and sales calls. I guess... You and I do have some concern, along with this good thing, that it'll force us to adapt faster than we've had to ever before. That, that's the scary part. It's not that we have to adapt. It's not that humanity is not super adaptable. We've been through these massive technological shifts, and a massive percentage of the jobs that people do can change over a couple of generations. And over a couple of generations, we seem to absorb that just fine. We've seen that with the great technological revolutions of the past. Each technological revolution has gotten faster, and this will be the fastest by far. And that's the part that I find potentially a little scary, is just the speed with which society is going to have to adapt and that the labor market will change. One aspect uh, of AI is, is robotics or blue-collar jobs, when you get you know, sort of hands and feet. Yeah. Uh, that are at human level capability. And, you know, the incredible chat GPT breakthrough has kind of gotten us focused on the white collar yeah. thing, which is super appropriate. But I do worry people are losing the focus on the blue collar piece. So how do you see robotics? Super excited for that. We started robots too early. 
Um, and so we had to put that project on hold. It was hard for the wrong reasons. It wasn't helping us make progress with the difficult parts of the ML research. And, you know, we were like dealing with bad simulators and breaking tendons and things like that. And also we realized more and more over time that what we really first needed was intelligence and cognition. And then we could figure out how to adapt it to physicality. And it was easier to start with that, with the way we've built these language models. But we have always planned to come back to it. We've started investing a little bit in robotics companies. I think on the physical hardware side, there's finally, for the first time that I've ever seen, really exciting new platforms being built there. And at some point, we will be able to use our models, as you were saying, with their language understanding and future video understanding to say, all right, like, let's do amazing things with a, with a robot. But if the hardware guys, you know, who've done a good job on legs actually get the arms, hands, fingers piece, and then we couple it, you know, and it's not ridiculously expensive, that could change the job market for a lot of the, the blue collar type work pretty rapidly. Yeah. Certainly the, the prediction, like the consensus prediction, if we rewind seven or 10 years, was that the impact was going to be blue collar work first, white collar work second, creativity, maybe never, but certainly last, because that was magic and human. Obviously it's gone exactly the other direction. And I think there's like a lot of interesting takeaways about why that happened. You know, creative work actually, the hallucinations of the, the GPT models is a, is a feature, not a bug. It lets you discover some new things. Whereas if you're, you know, having a robot move heavy machinery around, you better be really precise with that. And I think this is just a case of you've got to follow where technology goes and you have preconceptions, but sometimes the science doesn't want to go that way. Subscribe to Unconfuse Me wherever you listen to podcasts. 